0: What's good everyone? Man, I honestly every time I have a, a I put through a podcast or I start recording, oh, I, I just can't I can't help but be so happy that I get to do something that I love and be able to share that with everyone. Um, I also guess that you guys heard that I do have a special guest coming on through. Um, but before I before, uh, introduce her and have her come through and tell her story, uh, I just wanted to start the podcast with a little bit of a saying that I have. It goes a little like this you are where you are today because of the actions of you five years ago so if you want to succeed in the future put in the hard work now so that way the you from five years from now is living free just keep that in the back of your mind every time you go to hustle don't let one small thing uh, i guess derail you from uh, the big goal inside so always just just have that in the back of your mind Uh, and yeah i guess let's let's definitely start things off my special guest is actually no, no one other than Jess Perry. So she grew up in Inala as well. So that I just had to make sure she was my first guest on the podcast because you got a rep that in 77, man. So without further ado, let's bring her on through. Hello. Hey, what's good? What's
1: good? Hey, how are
0: you? Yeah, yeah, not too bad. How are you? How's things?
1: I'm good. My kids are semi-occupied. They're <laughs> bringing brooms at each other, actually. So well, How's Gavin doing? Fry soon. That's why, because they're fighting. But um, he's good. He's just at the warehouse at the moment, putting Sweet. in some work there.
0: Man, extra I swear I never see him having a day off, eh? That's crazy.
1: Yeah, he doesn't. Um, our... When, when we talk when we talk further I'll tell you about our daily routine and oh your
0: yeah. yeah too easy yeah. Sweetness. We might, we might as well just get into it you reckon Yeah let's do it cool, cool all right so we'll just pop off with the first question then so so for all the listeners uh, yeah just give us like a little insight uh, into who you are and uh, what business you have.
1: Yeah so um, I'm Jessica Perry. <laughs> And my partner, Gavin Gorman and I have a towing business. Well, it's towing and transport. So, um, you know, we tow cars, machinery, pretty much anything that you would put on a flatbed of a truck. Um, But obviously got the added bonus of having a tilt tray, which means, you know, you can literally just drive onto it. It it just goes right down flat to the ground. And yeah, we can pretty much move anything and everything. Um, Anything up to five tonnes, seven metres long, you know, that sort of stuff, and yeah, we just, um, it's really new, and you know, like, we, like you were, you probably already said that we're both just um, another kid, and we just tried out something that we literally are completely new to the industry, we've never been in it before, but it seems to be going pretty well for us so far.
0: Yeah, it's definitely crazy. Like, what what made you guys? I'm just jumping like I'm just jumping through like different kind of questions here. Um, but like, what what made you guys get into towing though? Because it's like it's not something you like you'd hear like of people like starting, right?
1: Yeah, like funnily enough, it was an accident. Um, so I don't know how what you sort of believe in, but I'm a big believer in like fate and everything happens for a reason. Oh, definitely. And honestly, it was a crazy thing. So. We worked, or DJ worked in a um, a like furniture installer company before we started this. Yeah. So last year, and basically, he ended up becoming the HR truck driver there. So he oh, yes. was doing a lot, of, um, installing, you know, uh, sorry, like office furniture and things like that in like the city. Um, and we sort of were planning on staying in that sort of um, industry and like maybe branching out on our own eventually, but we were. Pretty, you know, content with where we were at. Anyway, there was sort of a bit of a breakdown um, of communication and just a little bit of like, like anyone who knows Gavin knows he's the hardest worker, and he oh, is like that's for sure. definitely a person. And he just really felt like he was um, really undervalued and underappreciated, and I felt the same. Just watching him come home, being really defeated, just not himself. Um, anyway, he ended up actually getting fired, um, because he kind of, you know, spoke up about some things and, um, it just kind of went from that to, no worries, uh, we'll, I'll just get a, a job as a truck driver. So he, he actually got a fair few calls pretty much straight away. So, you know, HR, um, truck drivers are highly sought after. Pretty much, if you have that license, you can get a job within the week easy. Um, Anyway, he had a couple of job offers on the table and he's seen this one on Gumtree and it was a ad for a tow truck driver and, you know, training and everything included. And he thought, like, maybe it's a little bit dodgy, like it's a Gumtree ad. It's just, <laughs> uh, He's a driver. But you know what? Like, let me stuff it out because I haven't done, you know, towing before. It might be something that, you know, interests me a little bit more than just um, doing, like, you know, just driving the bigger trucks and just doing, like, one load, you yeah. know, or long distance of transit so anyway he gets into contact with this guy he ends up driving the truck I think he wasn't even in the truck for a, like a full month and he's like I want to buy this truck so, oh. so for people who don't know in know as a tow truck owner driver generally what someone would do is they will buy a truck they will buy a truck with that's already under contract or they'll pay um, a bigger company for a contract so, um, you know, they'll pay him a set amount for a set amount of years and then they'll work in their truck but with the bigger company stickers on, you know, they work under their company as like a, a contractor basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so rather than get, you know, it's usually about 60-40. Uh, so if the truck makes, you know, um, two grand a week, um, the driver would get 40% and the, the owner of the truck will get the 60%. But the company that it's actually contracted to takes twenty percent first. yeah So um so there's like two other people that take money away before the driver gets the money, which is fair enough how business works. Um and if you're the owner driver, then you'll take eighty percent and you only pay the twenty percent directly to the company you're contracted to. So it just made you know, in Gavin's mind it, it made more sense to own the truck and make more money. Um and just have a bit more like freedom, obviously, being his truck. So, it's kind of, you're kind of your own boss in a way, but you're still kind of reporting to a bigger boss, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, that's, anyway, that's a smart he, move. Uh, yeah, it, it's the easiest way to do it. Um, you know, when you make an investment, I mean, these trucks go for about 100K. So, it's a big investment, but the return is also big as long as you sort of. You've got work guarantees. So that's generally what they do. Anyway, similar thing. Um, we just, again, with that undervalued, underappreciated, you know, we have the flexibility to move companies if we want to. So we kept that relationship with that particular company. Um, we only were there for a couple of weeks. We've moved over to an even larger company in the Brisbane area. They service like Brisbane, um, Redland Bay, it's to Logan. Like they're everywhere. You'll, you'll see them everywhere. Yeah. Anyway, again, it was just the the culture of the workplace. It just did not fit in with the way that Gavin is as a human being. So it wasn't even only work-wise. It was just also like he just was feeling, just wasn't feeling right about it, you know. Um, And then I know further along you you were going to ask me about COVID and how that affected us. And again, weirdly, it actually, it's what forced us to move out on our own. So this particular company we were contracted to, we had um, you know, the weekly dues that you pay, so you, you pay like a rent to them.
0: Oh, um, so like, like royalty three, fees, hey.
1: Yeah, so you pay like 3 to 400 dollars um, a week for them to provide you with the work of their their massive client base and then you pay you still pay that um, 20% or I think it's like 15% for them off every job. So um, we did that for a little while which was going okay i think the truck was making like two and a half grand in the first couple of weeks which is okay um and when covid hit at the peak of the restrictions literally workplaces were shut everything was shut except groceries Um, there was no cars on the road so there was no work there were no job sites that needed machinery moved, nothing like that so our income dropped from like by at least 50% like it was we were in the red every week We couldn't afford to drive the truck and pay for the truck to run and pay for our You know ourselves to live and so we approached the company and we said look are you guys gonna you know do, help out your contractors that all are you gonna maybe? Lower the the weekly rent price or dues is what they call it um, You know to, to just give people some relief because it's a hard time Basically, they came back to us and they said, no, point blank. It's not going to – we're not going to do it. Yeah, I know. And um, it wasn't just us. They have a lot of contractors. So a lot of people in the business – because those people who have, like, five trucks and they don't drive any of them. They just employ their own drivers and they contract their trucks to bigger companies. So it's like residual income off every truck for them, you know. So it's it's a good business to be in. But in that particular period, um, it got dangerously – Rough, and there was no assistance given, so it was really on us to make the call. And we sort of just said, like, look, we're not happy with the culture, and we're not happy with um, obviously the income because we're not we're not making anything here. So let's just try and find our own work. Then we don't have to pay the weekly rent, and to be honest, we probably make the same amount. So um, that's actually what pushed us to go out on our own. Ooh. And I know I, it, it sounds crazy because um if it wasn't for COVID, as horrible as it is, if it wasn't for COVID, we'd probably still be working for them. And w- it wouldn't have given us that push to, you know, because it was a big move for us. Like it was a big call to leave the security of a big company and just try to start from scratch with literally zero customers. Yeah, that's at, crazy. On our books, Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, like, what was okay? So, when did you guys like officially like part ways from from that company?
1: So that was in April. So um, technically, even though we've had the truck for about ten months, technically Jane Day um was sort of founded and started trading under our own business name in April. So it's been six months now.
0: Oh, so literally, like in the like the peak of it all, pretty much.
1: Yeah. It, like it was just it just kind of forced us out. Um, and yeah, it was still like the restrictions were easing. Um, but at that point, like I said, we had no customers on the, on our books, like literally. Um, I think, I think the first customer we had was a mechanic. Um, I think he, a, a guy in Salisbury, and he just gave, gave him a chance one day and, um, he's been a loyal customer of ours ever mm. since. Yeah. And now he's one of many, but. At that time, yeah, it was really it was really scary. But um, you know, like I said, COVID get had, well, it kind of forced us. Really, it didn't really push us, so we, we had to we had to do it.
0: Yeah. So, but, um, like, so when you guys decided to do your own thing, and so how long was it before like Meat decided to give uh, Gavin like a, a chance?
1: I think um, it was pretty soon. Um, the truck at the time was still you know a different color, didn't have any stickers or anything on it. But I think he did – I actually think it might have been for one of our friends, to be honest, a toe, Um, and then we just left a card. You know, Gavin's a very um, approachable person, and he, you know, seen him standing – he's seen this guy there, and he's like, you know, that guy looks like he might be the boss. Let me go have a chat to him. It was as simple as, like, I'm going to go chat to this guy. And then, yeah, he just left a business card with him. Um, We got one job from him. I think the next day he gave us another job, and these were small – you know, not even hundred bucks for a job at the time. They were only local toes, which were only $88 or something. Um, so it wasn't even enough to fill the fuel up for the week, but, you know, it was something.
0: Yeah. Um, oh, man, you guys must have been so excited, though, like to have, like, your first customer officially in your own business.
1: It, it's sad because when I think back to it, um, it's something, like, it's a moment that you think, like, oh, my God, it's like, Eureka, like, that's amazing, but at the time we were so stressed and so worried about our income and just trying to survive that we couldn't even really get excited about those little milestones yeah Um, that's true yeah and it wasn't until probably I don't know like a month or two went by and I wasn't keeping track of um like I've got an accountant and everything but there was nothing I didn't need to keep track of weekly expenses at the time I was just kind of Okay, the money's coming in, everyone's paying their invoices, that's good. And it wasn't until, yeah, like I think about a month and a half, two months after we went out on our own. And I was like, let me just, let me just check because um, I don't know how much we're making a week. I knew at that point we were making more money, but when it comes in in individual, like, it, you know, individual customers pay individually. So before we would get a week's worth of pay in one go, whereas now, it's coming in bit by bit yeah. and expenses out. So you don't really see in a, in like a snapshot, how much is coming in and out unless you count it yourself. So I had a proper look through and I was like, okay, so what did we make this week? And I remember looking at my, um, you know, accounting software, just reading it. And I was like, wait, is this right? Cause in this particular week, our truck made about three grand. And at, at that time, um, it, that was more than what we were making at the company before. But I was so stressed about just getting cu- extra customers and, um, you know, just being out on our own without that security that I didn't even know that we were actually doing better than what we were before. So it was really, it was just really crazy. Like, yeah, it was unexpected. And Gavin was kind of like, I knew this was going to happen. And I was like, I didn't. I've been stressing <laughs> every day. Because he's so like a happy guy, he's an idealist. I'm a realist, you know. I just, I, I don't know. Maybe I overread situations too much, but um, yeah, just funnily enough, it worked out. Yeah, I don't know to be honest. Like I know we worked hard at it, but it just, I, it just hit me all in one go because I wasn't, like I said, I wasn't really keeping track of week by week, you know. Mm.
0: Yeah, but just yeah. going back to um, the whole Gavin part. Yeah, he honestly, he is definitely, if not. The most, like you could, he's definitely like someone you could always approach. Like you know how you like scan like a crowd, mm-hmm. and like sometimes yeah. you just see people and you're like, okay, that person I can definitely talk to. Mhm. And, and
1: that's just his personality.
0: Yeah, and he's definitely a loud guy. That's that's probably the best part about it. And his laugh, yeah. oh bro, can't deal. <laughs> yeah, I know, and he's
1: just like, um, he he just like radiates good vibes, he like, does. and that's what, something that I love about him. And he is the reason that we, we grew um, from word of mouth. Like, you know, we because in the office, what I was doing is I would, I would literally sit at the laptop and I would go through all the businesses in the area that I think would need a towing service. I would try to find their LinkedIn profiles because generally for the bigger companies, they have like a fleet management person. Yep. So they're the ones after all of the, you know, the fleet side of things, so the trucks and whatever. And I would email them um, to their direct emails and try to introduce the company um, like that. And not everyone reads those emails because as soon as you see someone email like, hi, I just want to introduce like blah, blah, blah. They're like salespeople or something, you know. But Gavin was actually out there driving the truck and every time he dropped something off or picked something up from mechanics or individuals, he always had that same level of like, customer service um, mm-hmm. and just people they just would call him always after that you know that's where I, I want to say like 95% of our customer base is just from Gavin like approaching people and leaving business cards and just being himself
0: <laughs> yeah that's probably the best part when you're not like trying to put on like a show just to like people like generally will be able to tell the difference and of re- like someone trying to be fake or whatnot just trying to get that money
1: just trying to win the job. Yeah, yeah literally.
0: Um, yeah. So, what, what's the best part, I guess, about working together?
1: Well, I think, um, and I think this is probably the most important thing in business. Like, I, I don't think there is a more important factor in starting a business or having a business with you know other people. It's like we make the best team. Like your team, the people that you are in it with, will make all the difference in the world. So like I was saying before, Gavin is a, um, he's an idealist. Like everything is always going to work out. We have to take risks. We have to jump. We have to do it now. I'm I'm a realist. So I'm more calculated and I'm more like I need sort of like evidence and research before I make a decision. Yeah. and
0: like data and everything.
1: Yeah. Us two working together, we, we just balance each other out. So like, and obviously we get to spend the time together, but Because we balance each other out, we both bring something different to the business. And I think that is why it works so well. And, you know, obviously I love him. Like we're going to get married. So I'm glad I can spend extra time with him because we do work a lot. And to be honest, if it was just him in the business and me as a stay-at-home mum, I probably wouldn't see him at all. I probably wouldn't speak to him at all because it's really around the clock pretty much.
0: Yeah, that's it. So, so so, what's the goal? Like, okay, just just for a short term, goal, like for the end of the year. What, like, do you guys have like um like a goal at the end of the year that you guys want to reach or are you just going more along the lines of like the five-year goal?
1: Well, it's funny you ask because when I think of like a five-year goal, I'm thinking like, okay, I want to have like a warehouse, an office, a couple of trucks, whatever. Um, I'm thinking in five years, maybe we'll have two or three trucks at this point and um you know we'll be building but at the point we're at now because our customer base is literally full we have to actually reject jobs oh Um, oh
0: you're making that's crazy
1: yeah it's seven days a week um monday to friday is pretty much full every day every week saturday and sunday not as much but still like last saturday it was like four i think i think we did like five jobs on saturday um, and all of these jobs are in excess of hundred bucks, mind you. So we're making like good money on a Saturday, which that's at someone's weekly wage. Mm. You know what I mean? So um, I don't want to jinx it, but I've been in talks with my broker, and from the sounds of how it's going at the moment, we we should have a second truck by the end of the year.
0: Oh, oh man, that is that's such great news. So okay, so who drives the truck then? Because I do see the truck around, like, in Nala every time I'm going home, but yeah. I, I don't know who's so, driving the truck.
1: So our friend Joseph, um, he's he's from up north, but he spent a lot of time in Nala as well. He's been a friend of ours since, um, well, of Gavin since he was, you know, 15 or maybe even a bit younger. Um, and he's just kind of always been around, you know. So we trust him so much and he, see, he knows how much we, like he knows how much the business means means to us you know he sees the work that we put in um, and we trusted we trusted in him enough to to bring him on as a full-timer so we actually pay him a salary you know for him to work for us Monday to Friday so um, generally if you see it through the week during the day Joseph is the one driving the truck and um, Gavin will drive it um, through the nights and on Saturday and Sunday Aww. but in the when that eventually comes, um, Gavin will be in it at first, but we'll we'll have to get on it probably another full-timer, I would say.
0: Man, that's so good. Yeah, so like in regards to, so how many, how many uh, workers do you guys have at the moment? Is it just that one guy?
1: Yeah, so um, technically Gavin and I are, are employees of our company, so we own the company, but we also pay ourselves a wage every week as employees, so I'm obviously in administrative. Gavin is a um, driver and he does dispatch as well. So he books the jobs in and Joseph is a full-time driver. And actually we have another person um, who's sort of coming on, but more on the automotive side because we're getting into some other branches off of towing as well. Yeah. um, Sort of in cars and stuff like that. He's also from Manala and you know him, but I won't put his name out just yet just because it's very new. Yeah. Um, Too easy. Yeah. He's, he's getting into the automotive side of it. So he may be an employee in the coming month or, you know, by the end of the year as well, if, if all goes to plan.
0: Oh man, that's so cool. Yeah, yeah, so you mentioned you're in like the admin side of everything. So what's, I guess, what's your, your responsibilities in, uh, in the whole, uh, in owning everything?
1: Yeah, so basically... Um, it's, it's everything administration but it's like manager director as well you know so my responsibility range it's a massive range. usually you would have like a team of five people and that you break up the job you know amongst these five people so I do bookkeeping you know obviously expenses I do the advertising and the marketing um, and you know just like the admin side which is just uh, invoicing, Uh, making sure they're paid, taping up payments, sending receipts. You know, I organize like some um, marketing material. So if we need like business cards, pamphlets, signboards, all that stuff, like pretty much everything that you need to run a business. I do that um, as well as the phone. So I've got, the. I'm in my home office at the moment and I've got my office phone next to me um, and Gavin's phone that he's got as well as on him. So some people call this phone. Some people call his phone, and we both are back and forth with Joseph, our driver, um, to book in jobs pretty much the whole day, and also um, with our customers as well, just to keep them updated.
0: Yeah. Okay, so you know there's you know how there's that saying, like, never do business with family, right? Um, yeah. It definitely, honestly, it definitely doesn't, It's. I feel like it, it's definitely different with you guys. Um. So, like, w- what do you reckon that is, though?
1: So I know that saying as well, and I think in a lot of cases, it's... Like relevant, and you should listen to it. Um, but like I was saying to you before, we we just balance each other out. Well, you know, if you, uh, and obviously, like everything that Gavin and I do since since we were very early stages, we share everything. So we don't have like separate bank accounts and separate like you know. And that's where I think a lot of the um a lot of the issues probably arise is like about costs and. I don't know, who, who gets what out of the business. And I think it just works for us because we both have the same end goal. Like, you know, we both have the same long-term wants. So all of the stuff that you have to do, like in the short term, sometimes we disagree on it. But generally, we we always come together and we can compromise because we we have the same end goal. So if we didn't have the same end goal, it just wouldn't work because, you know, two people want two different things but they trying to run a business
0: together, obviously it's gonna go, it's gonna go weird. It's gonna yeah. go too different. Yeah. Mm, okay, fair fair. Yeah, so obviously there's like, I'm not too sure if you do, but like some days I'll get up in the morning and i like, I wouldn't wanna, like I you know how you just feel like, yeah I guess, fatigued in some sense where like you, everything's getting to you and you just wanna have like that day off. Like what pushes yeah. you to like just get up and keep like, just keep, I guess, keep staying on the grind? Like, what's the motivation behind all of that?
1: I think the biggest motivation is that this company is our company. So I know when I worked in, because I've always worked in administration and sales, like all like face-to-face, you know, I'm, I'm always like been right in the midst of things. And there is those days where I wake up, when I was waking up and working in those jobs where I'm like, oh my God, why do I have to go? and work and do this work i don't enjoy for so 19 dollars an hour like this is not fun i don't want to deal with these people and like you know be nice today just so i can keep my job but there's something different about when it's your company when it's your business you know the J in our company's name is to represent me so my company is a representation of me so there's this more i guess drive and more push even on them days where i wake up my God, do I really have to mum and business lady today? Can I just like <laughs> you know, sleep in or something? Even on them days, all it really takes is the first phone call to come through and straight away it's like, hi, this is Jane J. You're speaking with Jess. And something switches in me. As soon as I hear the customer's voice, usually it's someone who's stressed out if they've called my phone. They've just broken down. Um, it's my responsibility to problem solve. It's my responsibility to find exactly where they are, so I can get them help. You know, I don't know. I don't know what it is about it. I think, like I said, just because it's my, it's my thing. You know, it's yeah. not. I'm not doing it for myself. I'm doing it for, for us and our company, and I get to help people as well. It just gives me a push that pulls me out of that fatigue state, mm. and uh, I work from home. <laughs> so I don't, I don't have to thing. like worry about my hair and
0: whatever I do my thing so yeah so do you have like a quote that I guess I'm not too sure if you do it but like for me I have like certain like quotes like just plot that I like always remember um, that just I guess reminds me of why I'm like doing the hustle do you have do you have like a quote
1: not really or like a saying not really it's just more like my mental state you know, I know what I want in my life and what I want for my family and for my kids. And I know that, you know, that's that's my reason. That's that's our reason for everything, you know. Um, that's why we do the hard work now because in those important times where my kids need me present and, and Gavin as well, you know, particularly in that once they hit grade seven and they graduate and they're in high school and they need... A parent's presence there And I want to be able To have that freedom At that time While still being Financially stable um, Enough to give them The opportunity to study Or just You know Do those extracurriculum Activities that cost A lot of money And yeah That's kind of my drive You know Because I want them To have opportunities That we didn't have Because Lord knows Anyone Probably most people That grew up in Anala Don't come from wealthy families So You know that if you want to go to university or something, you're going to have to try to find a full time job outside of uni hours. Go to university full time or part time, and then you're going to have to pay your hex debt and your travel and your lunches and all of those things. And it just doesn't, it just doesn't work when you don't have like financial support from your family.
0: Yeah, that's true. So, um, being being a mother, like, how, honestly, I don't know how you do it, but like, how are you able to like juggle between like business, kids? Because, like, i seen on, I think Gavin posted up, I think it was last weekend, I'm not too sure, but um, he just posted, like, a message of, like, just, I'm saying, like, for you to, like, go out more and, like, he'll be able to, like, take over things from home, like.
1: Yeah, he's he's a really good person. He always encourages me because he knows um, when you are working from home every day and you're parenting, your whole life revolves around being at home. So like a normal person would get out, they'd go outside in their car and drive to work, come back and then they do their home thing. But for me, I'm just 24 seven, basically inside the house. Um, and it can make you a little bit crazy sometimes, but because he's so, again, that's why we work well because he's a good person and he encourages me to have my time. Um, now that we've got Joseph on working, you know, it, it makes my life so much easier and allows me to take a breath every now and then. But, um, our schedule is is pretty hectic. So, as I was saying, we obviously have Joseph on. Um, he starts at six am in the morning, so I get up at about five or five thirty. I'll make my coffee at this time. I'm the only one awake, so I come straight into the office. I'm, um, you know, just making sure he's prepared. He's got everything in the truck that he needs, and that he's well on his way to his first book job. And I just communicate with him for the first couple of hours of the day. So then um, once about 7 o'clock comes around, I will start making Hazel's lunch. By this time, the babies will sort of be waking up, so we'll get breakfast done. GJ's having a little sleep in because at the end of the day when Joseph finishes, he actually goes and swaps and gets in the truck. So it's me in the morning, um, you know, managing, like, dispatch on the phone, getting the kids ready. Then he gets up and takes over the phones while I... You know take hazel to school and tend to the kids or whatever then we go and pick her up obviously bring her home have a couple of hours to eat dinner and pass the kids. then he goes and gets in the truck and he works till 12 p.m or oh, 12 a.m sorry and then he comes home and Man, yeah full just, long. yeah we do that every day and then he obviously goes out on saturdays and sundays as well um just to keep the truck operating seven days a week because you know it, as a tow truck company you need to be available all the time for your customers
0: yeah um so you you mentioned oh well you didn't mention it but like your guys uh facebook page there uh the J Mm -hmm. towing how's the marketing being on that like do you guys get much i guess um inquiries through that or is it more still word of mouth at the moment
1: well we we have a website as well um and to be honest the website probably does more for us than the facebook page does oh but social media wise, it's obviously good to have it because sometimes people get curious. Obviously we've got awesome people like you who share our stuff, puts the word out and it all it takes is for someone to glance at a post that you share or I share or whoever shares and, and like sort of register that business name. So when they're that same day when they go to work and they break down, they're like, Oh, what's that one that these people shared today? Oh yeah, G&J time, let me give them a call. So it every bit counts as much as you know every time someone views your business name it counts but generally most of our traffic comes from our website and from our google advertisements which we we advertise there mainly
0: mm, okay i might i'll definitely look into that website and um start sharing that one as, around as well um I've yeah, got well, a, yeah what was you saying sorry
1: I it, was oh, just basically the same, um, it's just Um and it's just the same as, it's all got all the same stuff as the Facebook page has but just for Google, um, the way that Google works and the way that they drive traffic to your business, you have to be, you have to have the website, you have to have Google business set up um, and Google ads set up and yeah, we've got it all on but to be honest, most people don't even read it. They just see it and they see the our phone number at the top, and that's what they click on. Um, but I still like to maintain it and keep it looking really nice, nonetheless.
0: Yeah, I seen. Uh, I think it was your. I'm not too sure if it was your Instagram or your Facebook, but you had like a photo of your um, the cards that you guys recently got, like a like a, another another stack of them. And you said it was like the yep. second set of one thousand. Like, how did you guys manage to like? Is it? Yeah. How did you guys manage to like give out a thousand cards to people? Like that's well, like crazy. I,
1: yeah, I know. I, it sounds like so many, but like I was saying um, before, with Gavin, every time Gavin dropped a car off, he always would try to find the owner or the mechanic, or even if it was just a, a customer on the side of the road, you know, that he got chatting to and had a good interest in cars, he would leave him a couple of cards, and people would. Um, like, there's so many nice people that will say, like, "Oh, you know what, my mate, he's a mechanic. Let me grab a couple of cards off you. I'll give it. I'll give it to them." So we'd be giving several out at a time a lot of the time.
0: Man, that's crazy to think. Uh, so you guys have pretty much been running for, I'd say, six months now, right? Yeah. And so it's for six months, and you guys already have like a full schedule, and you guys—is mm-hmm. he is old mate full time? Do you say?
1: Yeah, so he works Monday to Friday. Um, the availability is between 6 or 6 every day for him. Yep. So he's got it available between them times. But, you know, sometimes uh, the first job is until 8 o'clock in the morning or, you know, it might be – the last job might be 4 o'clock for him mm-hmm. and then head back to the warehouse and have a coffee or, you know, tidy the truck up or whatever. But, yeah, he's full-timeless, so we pay him a salary and if he wants to do overtime, then – um, outside of his normal hours, then he can get, you know, like we'll give him like forty percent of whatever the truck makes in the time that he's in there. That's outside of his normal hours.
0: That's crazy. So what's so this is just a, I didn't have this question on in the the questionnaire that I sent, but what's what's some advice you'd probably I guess you'd give people who want to start a business?
1: Um, I, like I said to you a bit earlier, the team thing, like who you're going to have around you very carefully because um, it's that that really is the most important thing. Like your long-term goals have to align, otherwise it won't work. Um, also, you posted something the other day that I really loved. I shared it as well. It was on Instagram. You were talking about how when things start to feel a bit scary, that's when you jump because if you don't, you're going to just be stuck in the same spot. And that really that really called to me because I've been scared for the last six months. I've been in a constant state of fear, but it seems like, you know, taking those risks and actually believing in your business and what you are trying to achieve. Like if you believe in it and you know, you're willing to put the work in, it really just can't fail. As long as you have the right people around you, you know, the right team.
0: Yeah, that's it. Well, that's the thing. Like in in regards to the whole team thing, like, I feel like you and Gavin definitely have that, like, I guess, give off that kind of vibe where people want to, like, work for you guys. Like, um, I think yeah. it was just um, – so I do a lot of referencing back to, like, your guys' stories and everything because I've been doing some research over the week, but I've seen, like – on the weekend, Gavin, like he had his walkie-talkie and he's like, he's literally singing with uh, Omi over the walkie-talkie and to like, yeah. just have that kind of environment. It's it's such a good thing to see because it, it, it's showing like who he is as a person, but as well as a businessman.
1: Yeah. And like I was saying to you before as well about just, we've both worked in many jobs, you know, over the years since, since our late teens that where we just don't feel appreciated, you know, and I feel like a lot, a lot to do with how hard your employees are going to work for you is based off of how you treat them. And also we just don't want people to hate coming to work every day. Like I, I want people to be happy and I want my employees to be happy. So I involve them in so much, you know. And like with Joseph, for example, like we we never put him in a box and say, you know, this is you're just going to be a full-time truck driver for the rest of your time with D&J Towing. We encourage him to take his own steps as a business person because, you know, we would love to, for him to um, be able to get his own truck and put GNJ stickers on it and work for himself. And obviously, we take the twenty percent of every job because I do the administration, but he it will be in his own truck and he can build his own fleet up within our fleet and, you know, have a successful successfully run business that way. And we always encourage that. We're constantly encouraging him and just like we would to any other um, employee that we have as well because we want them to grow with us and me and Gavin always say like for us it doesn't matter how big our company gets or how much money we make what's the point of having it all if we can't share it with the people that we love so that's that's sort of our view on it and also like I was saying about just feeling underappreciated I just don't ever want to be that boss you know if and I always used to say to myself, actually. If I ever have my own business, I was like 19 at this stage when I was saying to myself, and I would say, if I ever have my own business, I'm going to be a good boss. I'm not going to be like these guys. And I made, a, I made a point of never, ever being that person.
0: Yeah, I feel like, yeah, definitely, um, especially with, uh, I guess, the small and upcoming businesses, to have that kind of like mindset at an early stage, it's really good to build like they in that positive environment first so that way, like, when you guys eventually do grow, like, I, I can already see it, like, when you guys will eventually grow, like, because the positive environment's already been set there, like, yeah, everyone's just going to want to start working for you guys for sure, and, like, just with the growth that you guys have had over, like, the six months already, it's it's actually mm-hmm. pretty crazy, especially the part that you mentioned, <laughs> like, you guys are literally turning away, like, customers, because you mm-hmm. like, have made, like, oh, it's just so crazy to see how much like when you guys believe in something and you guys are going like full on, like all in and like going away from that big company and starting your own thing. And just to see mm-hmm. that like grow over six months. Oh, it's, it's such a blessing. It's so good to see.
1: No, I it's, it's it's just wonderful. Like, I mean, like I said before, even I was surprised and it just proved to me all of the things that I think like, you know, when you work for, a, a company, you work for somebody's company, you'll get a job description at the beginning, right? Yeah. And so you're really good at your job and you just finish things really quick and you think, you know what, I'm going to go to the other department and see if they need some help. So you're putting in 110, 120% every single day. You might get a pat on the back if you like, but that's all that's going to do for you. Long term you might get a promotion or a dollar or two pay rise. But if you put that same kind of level and same energy into something of your own you literally cannot fail Like you cannot work that hard and fail you know what i mean
0: yeah definitely
1: yeah and i just i just think that you know how a business how fast the business grows it's just a representation of the people that are working to make that happen because we have friends who have been in the business a lot longer and they're at where we're at now trying to get you know they've been in five plus years and they're just trying to get their second truck, but they're just not. I guess they just do things a bit differently to us, and I feel like our method just seems to work a lot better.
0: Definitely, definitely seems to work a lot better. Um, yeah. Okay, so what? Okay, so for my last question, um, so I eventually want to get you guys back on in like a couple of months because I I want everyone to hear like how much you guys have grown. What mm-hmm. are you expecting within like the I guess we'll go like the next six months or so? Like what what do you what are you what do you see like where do you see the business going from here?
1: Well, I guess short term, you know, we're just waiting now to hear back and see about the second shot. Um well, do you mind if I answer no, Yeah, you? all good, Sorry. all good, all good. I'm just gonna be really Sorry about that. That's all good. Um forget what I was saying now. What was I talking about? Uh,
0: you're talking about your short-term goal for uh, the next few months.
1: Yeah. So with the second truck, we're just waiting now to see if we are definitely going to get it on. And if we are, then um, we just have to work at filling the days up for that truck. So we can you know, advertise for, with our second, a bit extra now, with, now that we have, we'll have a second truck. Um, so that's sort of the goal is just to keep building steadily as we are already. So just keep that standard of customer service and the ways that we operate the same, so that we can. Because if we do that, we will just keep going the same direction. I feel like. Um, but yeah, I think in six months' time, if you come back to us, we probably would have moved into some other branches of, you know, automotive and things like that because we're always thinking about expansion and not just in towing. So even though we're getting the second truck so we can do towing, you know, we've got a warehouse now where we're working towards getting our um, dealer licence so that we can, you know, do um, wrecking for parts and selling and um, repairing and selling cars and things like that because that's the interest that, that Gavin has always had and obviously we have the capacity to do it now and it also ties in with towing because, so many times now, we'll go and do a tow for someone and they'll say, you want to buy this off me? You know, because they associate tow truck drivers with records. So a lot of people do cash cards and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, it's just another section of the business that we're working on at the moment. We don't really advertise for it because we need to get our dealer licenses and everything like that sorted, which is what we're doing now. But I think by that time, um, maybe we might have moved to a bigger space and, Hopefully, we will be looking at our third track in six months. That's wishful thinking, but, you know, one can hope.
0: (laughs) That's it. Definitely going to reach for it. Man, well, I do just want to say I really do appreciate you giving me some time to, I guess, pick your brain about your guys' business there because, honestly, it's it's real motivating to see, like, whenever, like, I see, like, a post from you guys uh, from the business um, of just, like, uh like whoever you guys are towing and you have like that little message there uh, that you guys put on there it's it's honestly real motivating to see um like a lot of people reach out to me as well just saying oh who who is that that you're like uh, whose post are you always sharing and i'm like literally it's people from and like it's like a uh, couple from manala that we i grew up with so it's always yeah. it's always good to um give them that reply but yeah i do just want to say thanks for um I guess, taking up some time because you're definitely busy so managed to squeeze a a good 45 minutes out of that one but yeah, Yeah. just wanted to say thanks.
1: Yeah, well thank you as well and like, you know, Gavin said as well that we feel really honoured that you even, you know, think of us in that way because um, it's it's funny, as as good as our business is doing and as, I think, I, I think it's a big deal like if someone was doing what we're doing I would, I would think it's a big deal but um, I guess like the support isn't really all that much like I think you you're probably the, our biggest supporter <laughs> <laughs> aside, aside from ourselves to be honest so um, you yeah, know we really appreciate it and happy any time to get on I know I, I probably ramble a lot but there's just so much um, there's just so much happening that it's hard to just to cover everything so yeah whenever you want to pick our brain again or if I feel like you know we have anything worth sharing um it'd be great to have big news within the six months and not even have to wait till then but you know we'll see
0: yeah that's it well yeah once again thanks again uh send my love to the fans and gavin and all that um but yeah definitely uh keep in contact for sure and let you guys know when uh when i'm ready to have you guys come back on
1: yeah definitely and make sure if you ever need a coach give me a
0: call. oh don't you worry i've got that i literally have the number in my phone so we're all good i'll
1: drop you in some cards when i get the in so i've got some cards
0: yes please
1: cards. so i'll drop some in um next time i'm in the
0: hood for sure for sure all right i appreciate your time you take care yeah
1: thank you you too
0: all right bye